I know for a lot of us that if we can't take action right away, that we can sometimes also feel guilty. Guilt is a very common emotion that a lot of us feel when we're trying to juggle this lifestyle between producing content, helping other people, being of service, while still being an active, conscious parent that is also nurturing and tending to our children. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, for spending your energy and your time with me today on today's episode. Now, today's episode is for specifically the people who are parents or those of you who know that you want to become a parent sometime here in the future. And you're wondering, how in the world can I still be of service through living my highest purpose by contributing to the growth and expansion and the new earth or new paradigm that we're moving into? How can I still be of service and juggle both sides to this lifestyle? If this is you, you've definitely came to the right place. I myself am a mother of three and I produce a podcast episode every single week as well as additional content for my social media channels such as Facebook and Instagram. On top of that, I do gene key readings and I do one-on-one personal coaching or advising with people. So being able to fit in all of this stuff while still contributing to my life's work and what brings me joy and fulfillment, which is being of service, definitely has its challenges. So if you are struggling with this and you are a parent, I want to let you know that you're not alone. And if you're comparing yourself to somebody who lives a completely different lifestyle where They may not have children or these same responsibilities. It's not really fair to do that because you guys are living completely different lives and it's like comparing apples to oranges. It just doesn't work. Plus, comparison in general really only causes suffering. So with that being said, there are still some very big different challenges for the people who do have children and do have that responsibility. So we're going to get into ways that you can still create your content, still be of service, and do all the things that you see all your mentors doing and other people doing while still balancing your life and being able to do it maybe on your own time. I know for me, one huge thing that really was difficult for me in the beginning was hearing people say that, when you have inspiration, that you need to take action on that inspiration immediately. To me, I took that extremely literal. And, you know, to some extent, they're right. If you have the means to do so, yes, it's absolutely important to do that. And it can really have that creativity and that energy behind it that can move your project forward if you can take action right there in the moment. But let's get real. When you have kids, it's not always that easy. You can't always 
just stop what you're doing and then go and act on inspiration. So this can be quite a challenge for many of us. One way that I tackle this problem is that when I get inspiration, I keep a piece of paper like a notepad or just a blank white piece of paper near me so that when I do get these ideas and inspiration starts flowing, I just jot down exactly what was coming through and then I hold it for another time. Now, I know this isn't necessarily ideal for the typical person because creativity you know, it works on its own time. And when we have to pause our creativity to either finish making lunch or dinner or finish doing something for our kids, making sure that they are content, then sometimes some of that creativity and that inspiration and that passion can start to fade away, even if you wrote it down. Now, when it comes to this, what I have learned is that I just have to know that this is something I have to accept. Because It's just the way it is right now. Unless I can find a better way to do it, I have to accept this way of doing things and it still does work for me. However, I know that a lot of patience also has to go into this because when inspiration comes, I feel the surge to just go take action right away. But when I can't do that, I have to remember to be patient with myself and be patient with my children as well because Sometimes it just doesn't work out for us to just go take action on that thing right in the moment. I know for a lot of us that if we can't take action right away, that we can sometimes also feel guilty. Guilt is a very common emotion that a lot of us feel when we're trying to juggle this lifestyle between producing content, helping other people, being of service, while still being an active, conscious parent. That is also nurturing and tending to our children. And this guilt can go both ways. Sometimes we have too much guilt about not spending enough time with our kids because we've been working too much. Or sometimes we may feel guilt that we've been neglecting our work because we feel like we must always give our attention to our children. This is a very delicate balance and it's going to take each individual person to figure out where they fit in this balance because one way never works for everybody. We are unique individuals. We all have different lives. Our kids have different personalities. They all have different needs. And it's up to us to be able to decide what that balance really is. And by looking into that balance, what that balance is for you, you're going to find that learning to be flexible and to prioritize what needs to be done the most is exactly what you need to take action on right then. Because you could spin your wheels guilt tripping yourself about what you didn't do or what you still need to do or how bad you feel because you didn't accomplish something that is valuable to you. Then you must learn to allow flexibility in your life. That has been a saving grace for me. And it's been also extremely hard for me because I am the type of person who loves schedules. I love to know when I'm doing stuff, how I'm doing things, and being on time for that. That for me is extremely important. But when that schedule gets messed up, it can trigger anxiety inside of me. So for me, I have to learn how to step back and to be more flexible and then to take note 
of what my priorities are in the moment. Sometimes it is getting on here and creating some content. Other times it's going and tending to my children. Sometimes the kids are really good about being able to entertain themselves and then other days they really demand a lot of attention. So each day is going to ask you to be flexible. But something that's really important within that flexibility, though, is structure. Because what can tend to happen, and I've seen it plenty of times, is that we have two ends of the spectrum here. We essentially have two different types of people. And the first type is a type who is like overly structured. That's pretty much where I would fit in is overly structured because I'm really picky on my schedules. And when you become too structured, then it really doesn't leave much room for magic and inspiration and creativity, which can really set you back because a big part of being of service requires you to tap into your creativity. And that requires space and time. And when we don't allow ourselves to have that because we're too overly structured, then that can be put a damper on our ability to show up. But then on the flip side, I've seen people with too little structure. And what that can look like is overwhelm, scattered energy, bouncing in between different things, never really completing anything because nothing is structured at all. And then they end up unfulfilled at the end of the day because they don't feel like they accomplished what it is that they wanted to accomplish. So as you can see, both of these kind of lead to the same problem at the end of the day, and it's up to you to see where you fall more on which side of the spectrum so that when this happens, you could say, oh, aha, I need more structure. How can I bring more structure into my life? Or, oh, huh, I've been maybe a little too structured How can I create more space for magic to flow? And usually, if you fall on that end that I fall in with too much structure and not enough space and time for magic to come in and inspiration to come in, then it's a great time to pause and just be with whatever is going on without trying to force yourself into having to get anything done. Just dropping like all agendas, dropping all things that you think that you need to accomplish and allow yourself to just let all of that go. And what I have found is that when we let that stuff go because we've become too overstructured, then it opens up like a bunch of clarity in our minds. And that's when inspiration just starts flying through. Boom, boom, boom. And you start jotting it all down. Or if you have the ability to in that moment, you can then go take action on that thing that you're inspired by. Now, going back to that list, Earlier, I had mentioned that sometimes your passion and your inspiration starts to dwindle away after you've wrote something down and you didn't take action on it right away because for some reason or another, it just wasn't the right time for you. Then how do you get back into the energy of that inspiration? You have to schedule in time. You have to schedule time alone to put your attention back on that idea and make sure that you're in a relaxed, receptive state so that you can just let it come back to you. 
And as you start to visualize and letting the vision just start to unfold within your mind and within your body, then you're going to start to feel that passion bubbling back up and that creativity coming, becoming more alive again. And that's when you can go take action. And one thing that I really like to remember is quality over quantity, right? Because it can be so easy to compare ourselves to someone who lives alone. And we see how much they're producing. And we think that their success is coming from the amount that they are putting out there. When in reality, you can have the same level of success as somebody else by putting out less if you make sure that what you're putting out is quality. People always come back to quality. It's not about how much. Now, yes, I'm not going to say that being inconsistent is the way to go by any means, by a long shot, because consistency really is key. When you are putting your stuff out there, people start to expect to hear from you. You have to be consistent, but make sure that your quality of work comes before how much you're just showing up. So for me, this is why I love recording podcasts because I don't have to be at a specific place at a specific time. I can record these episodes and then use them for when I'm ready to post them instead of me having to be somewhere at a certain time. Now, if you're doing a Facebook Live or if that's part of what you're doing, then yeah, you're going to have to make time for that. And you're going to have to make sure that the content that you're delivering is still quality because just showing up doesn't really bring the results that we really truly want. A lot goes into this, including maybe even the most important thing is the energy that we're showing up with. And in order for us to show up in good energy, we have to make sure that we're not scattered and overwhelmed and just not feeling fulfilled with our work. And sometimes we have to let enough be enough because I know that it's really tempting to show up with quantity over quality sometimes. It's really tempting to show up with that masculine drive. And this really kind of goes into the balancing of our masculine and feminine energies because the masculine is all about taking action. The feminine is about stepping back and receiving. But if we are constantly just in our masculine energy trying to produce quantities of content or to get our message out, even if it's not fully ready, then we won't get the fulfillment that we're looking for because we rushed the process. Everything has its own timing and its own process that it works through. So trust in that process. Trust that even though you have layers of responsibilities to take care of, that the divine will always show up for you and that you will always have the inspiration when you need it and that if you are actively creating space and creating time, then 
those gaps of time will open up for you and you will have time to create whatever it is that you need to create. With that being said, I have some additional tips that I want to share with you guys that I use for myself in order to keep myself in the flow, being able to produce content in a consistent manner, showing up for myself, my fractal family, my soul family out here, and my children all together. Maybe not exactly at the same time, but it all comes to fruition. It all comes together at the end. So here are some tips that I use so that I can stay in the flow. The first thing that I do is I wake up earlier than my kids. I have to wake up earlier than them. Otherwise, I'm going to start my day off in my masculine energy. And why that happens is because the kids, when they wake up, they need things. They ask you questions. You have to stop doing what you're doing a lot of the time. I know you know this. (laughs) And you have to go tend to them. So what it does is it puts you in your working masculine energy. It's that let's get things done. Let's accomplish tasks. Let's check things off of my to-do list. And on and on it goes. And once you get into that momentum of working in your masculine energy and you start accomplishing tasks and you start getting all this work done, it's a lot harder to reel back your energy and step into that receiving, surrendering energy of the feminine again. It's extremely difficult to do that. So wake up earlier than your kids and get a head start on your day. I promise you, you will not ever go back after you try this out because it's invaluable. The second tip that I have for you is to record your content during nighttime, like when people are sleeping or have your kids go outside to play. But I typically like to make sure that I know it's going to be quiet in here for my podcast audio. It's really important for me to make sure that I have good sound for you guys. And so for me, I have to be flexible on when I can record my content. One of those times so happens to be during nap time and then also when my kids are playing. But I really like to record at nighttime because that minimizes distractions from cars driving by, from dogs barking outside, and just just a lot of different distractions that can happen throughout the day. So that is another tip for me to you is to do that because it will save you in the long run and you'll feel like you're still accomplishing things even though you have to work with some awkward times sometimes. But in the end, it does pay off. With that being said, I don't want that to stop you from taking action. Done is better than perfect. Even if you do have noise in the background or if there's you know distractions and stuff, if you can still get your stuff out there, then done is better than perfect. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people stop and not take action on what fulfills them by being of service because, well, they don't have a perfect microphone yet to start their podcast or they don't have perfect cameras to start their YouTube channel. But getting your stuff out there is going to make you feel way more fulfilled in the long run than waiting until everything is perfect first. And I know it sounds kind of contradictory to what I just said, but 
Again, it comes with flexibility. It's not black or white. If you can make sure that you don't have distractions and you are doing those things, then perfect. But sometimes life happens and sometimes things don't work out exactly how we have planned. So done is better than perfect. That tip right there has pulled me through some very, very tough times. But overall, you have to give yourself a pat on the back because having children is an extremely difficult job. No matter what stage you're in, it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. And a lot of the time, they are really demanding. They want your attention, and rightfully so, because a lot of people, some of their biggest regrets on their deathbed is that they didn't spend enough time with their kids. So what I do to make sure that I don't have to live with that guilt. And this also helps by minimizing demands for attention is to schedule playtime. And when I say schedule playtime, I'm talking schedule playtime where you are present, not playtime where you're just kind of fading in and out on autopilot because this allows your child to know that there are times when you have to work And then there's times where you can give them your utmost undivided attention. And a lot of the times children who act out and they don't listen, it's because they are craving attention. So if we just give them that attention and schedule that in right off the cuff, then it really minimizes the demands that can be placed on us later. So that's just like a a little mom tip there from me to you because it has really helped a lot. I schedule time playing with my daughter every single day. We play card games or we play outside or we go for a walk or we do other things. And it's really, really helpful because then I have a lot more time to accomplish the things that I want to get done. But ultimately, you guys, at the end of the day, you are already doing humanity a huge service right now by just being a parent, like I said earlier. This job is not for the faint of hearts. It does take a lot of commitment And I want to thank you for being that person to show up for our future generations in the way that you are, because they are the leading edge of humanity. Our most important job is to be there for our kids. And I know that you know that, but I feel like sometimes just being reminded of that kind of breeds a sigh of relief because isn't it just nice to hear it? Isn't it nice to hear that, wow, I'm doing enough already just by being a parent. I'm already doing enough. So if you think about it, a large part of your service already comes from raising your kid, period, end of discussion. You know, you're teaching your kid how to be competent. You're teaching them how to be critical thinkers for themselves so they can go out in the world and create beautiful things for humanity. You're here educating them on things that they cannot learn in a typical school environment. And that right there is priceless. So the service that you are handing over to humanity through your content, through your creativity, through your maybe your coaching, your art, whatever it is that you're doing, that is just extra because you are already showing up. You are already being of service behind the scenes. But one way that we can really step up our game with our kids is to master our personal energy. 
It might even be the single most important aspect of being a parent because our auras communicate with one another through osmosis. So between parent and child, without even having to say a word, we affect them. So by embodying the leader and the role model that we want our children to grow up to be, that's priceless right there too. So thank you all so much for being of service to humanity in whatever way that shows up for you. Because it all really matters. You are a piece of this puzzle of the big picture, your gifts, your service, all of that is important. All of that is part of the collective. Thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for going out and helping other people. Thank you for mastering your energy so that other people can feel that mastery and it unlocks that mastery inside of them or it at least piques their attention. What you are doing is already priceless. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for showing up each and every day being of service. If you guys need any additional help on how you can take this to the next level, starting your own podcast, let me know because this is something I've been playing around with in my mind is creating something for you guys to get the ball rolling if you have not yet done that already or if you already are showing up coaching people or doing Facebook lives but you want to step it up and you want to create something that's evergreen like a like a podcast then definitely be sure to let me know because I want to see if there's any interest in this before I go and create something like this other than that follow me on Instagram and Facebook I've been asking lately what kind of questions you have for me and what you would like to hear on this podcast so if you want to have your question answered be sure to follow me on there and then let me know what your question is and we'll see if we can answer that all right have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you guys on the next one